podcast. We're coming to you live from Cole Creative in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm John Popko from Time Shamrock Communications with Rock 107, ESPN Radio, and Alt 921. And I'm also the Saturday night host of Alt Natives on Alt 921 at 9 o'clock. And my name is Brittany Boot. I'm the owner of Boot Photography Studio. And you should probably oh, introduce our my, guest. This is my brother, Brian. <laughs> South Wilkesboro resident. <laughs> District manager of Bathbitter. Regional. Actually. Regional, yeah, sorry. Regional. Excuse me. Get it right first. <laughs> he has a real Vince Vaughn vibe. And why are they here? <laughs> so they, they are here to talk about the uh, eighth annual uh, Shots for Tots uh, holiday party at uh, Barton Irby's in Wilkesboro, uh, which is next Saturday, uh, December 16th. So uh, Brittany is the one who uh, masterminded that event, put the put that together, and uh, with some some help from Brian here and uh, a bunch of other people. So yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, you know what's in store there and uh, the uh, charity that it benefits and, and all that good stuff, uh, as well as the uh, NEPA Scene Fest, which is coming up uh, this Saturday at uh, the Backyard Ale House in Scranton. I'm glad it's not the same date as your thing. Yeah, because <laughs> we'd be competing. So. Uh, that was put together by a whole bunch of our fans, which is really cool. Uh, it's the first NEPA scene event that I have absolutely nothing to do with, but uh, it looks well organized. I hope I hope it will be. I'm I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be a good time. Uh, it starts at seven o'clock, and uh, there's I believe eleven different acts, uh, as well as uh, 50-50 raffles uh, with uh, prizes from local businesses and things like that. Uh, so it's going to be a really good night. Uh, so we hope you come out to that. So if you have any questions about uh, that event or Shots for Tots or uh, anything else, uh, you can leave those uh, comments down below and we'll definitely get to them at some point in the show. Now, uh, before we get to the interview, uh, we have uh, some beers to drink with, uh, from Beer Boys. We do, as always. Uh, I was just down there grabbing these and I was up there. 6.05. Yeah. Packed house already. I bet. <laughs> they well, open at 6 o'clock. Do they have anything going on tonight or just a regular night? They have the, yeah, it's the regular, like, glass night and pizza night. I think it's Tommy Knocker, uh, some kind of maple. Oh, beer. yes. It's, really, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I had one. Maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this is a Pizza Boy Hop Tart Sour Ale. Brittany's favorite. Oh. Mm. <laughs> And uh, we have a Berwick Front Street Wheat. That sounds good. Yeah. And a Fegley's Framboise Lambic. So, oh, I like Framboise. Yeah, well, Ryan told me to combine the Berwick Front Street Wheat with the uh, Fegley's. Oh. And it's kind of like a, uh, what they call a dirty hoe. Yeah. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> Framboise is like too before. sweet sometimes on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we should probably do that. Let's okay. do that first. No, let's do the sour first. Oh, we get to drink those here. Yeah, like, like live. Right. Like yes. you're, you're gonna you're so, gonna come here. You're gonna talk about God. the uh, yes. benefit. Lo- loosen gonna... you up a little right. bit. This, this is what we do there at the benefit. So then you could tell all these stories the about, about Brittany that you wouldn't have told publicly normally. Well, you said it's uncensored show, but it oh, is. I don't want to go there. Yeah, know? I don't feel like I have any secrets. <laughs> Bullshit. I really take someone like me to really bring those secrets out in you. We used to. What you don't want to know about? I mean, come on, we don't want to talk there's about that. One, we? There's one. Uh, we used to play a game called when we were kids called Britney hits us with the bat. Yeah. Had a what? We, it was called Britney hits us with the bat. The game we used to play. That's when it. We were kids. That's what it was called. That's the game. 
Brittany hits us with the bat. So I would just chase him and my other brother Danny around with the bat. You guys were real. Uh... We were maniacs. <laughs> it's funny. It's like I, my kids are they're emulating that. Yeah. Like my one, like my my youngest, <laughs> she's two. I mean, she's she's completely psycho. She is you know? crazy. She, she is... did a front flip off the chair the other yeah. day. She feels no pain. <laughs> well, they're kids. They shouldn't. Well, you, th- you know, it's like oh, they cry this a lot. Is, I but like this actually. They'll cry. She'll cry, but it's not pain related. Trust me. <laughs> More, more for attention. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What do you think about this? I actually like it. Yeah, is this nice? This is the sour one? Oh, I thought we were taking a shot. This is the, uh, yeah, this is the sour one. When are we going to do car bombs on hot the show? The Pizza Boy Hot Tart. Oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. What What was the one that you gave me? I know there was three different. We all well, this is all the same. So this is the uh, Pizza Boy Hop Tart Sour Ale. 6% ABV. One of the 72 beers on tap down at Beer Boys. 72 beers on tap. <laughs> this is really different. I yeah. like it. It's I, cool. I know. I it's do. tart, but it's not too it's not too sour. Uh, like some of the other sour beers mm-hmm. can get that really it's fermented drinkable. sort of taste. But uh, this sour. kind of hides that. It's not, right? With the tartness. Oh, it's definitely sour. Yeah. I don't feel like it is. I don't, no, no, no. Just... If you like splash them with like a, like a splash of sour mix, <laughs> you get that like... little bit of like the sourness. It's not overbearing, but it's just Yeah, there. that's more of like a citrusy. You know? It's not. I don't like foggy, yellow sour beers. That's a very specific thing not to like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Though. No, it's very good though. Well, you know, since we are talking about shots for tots, by the way, I did bring a little surprise. Oh, uh, hey. uh, and I are we doing shots for tots? I was wondering what was clanking around. I said that so, fairly by accident. Yeah, I figured you know we'd. we'd uh, Mm. Get a little, get a little more uh, truth serum going as uh, for the kids. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah for that's the kids. that's really that's, gonna this help. This is for the kids. I mean, we, that's the only reason we do anything. Obviously, this reminds me of being a freshman in college, <laughs> underage, parents out of town, filling it back up with water, stealing it from like no, your no, we never took their, we never took theirs. Oh. We just bought our own from. Neither people. did I. I was going to tell you what that bottle uh, <laughs> reminded me of, but I don't, I don't think I you said don't I don't think back. we want to go there. <laughs> you want to revisit? Yeah. I saw the spider on the bottle, and it's like one of those bottles where you're like, oh, there's a, I don't remember the name brand, but I remember there's a spider on it. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, a Kraken, which one. has uh, an point. octopus. That's probably good. It smells oh, it's, like... Oh, it's not a spider. It's an octopus. That's okay. Oh, that even, even better. I'm having like <laughs> deja vu right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, the the, uh, the that ninety nine peaches has probably been sitting in my closet for at least two years now. How, uh, how old is that? <laughs> that that's only a couple months old. Okay, actually. well I'm not gonna do this then. Yeah, that that one's that one's been in there for a Let's while. Let's do the rum. But uh, wait, are we gonna do shots? I uh, we can or yeah, I mean, do we want to make a, a drinking game out of it? Well, that's ah, up to you, yeah, man. I don't know. We don't awesome. know what your day's been like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not make a game out of it, but like, you know, that's uh, for the kids, <laughs> right? Know? Yeah, for the kids. For the kids. So every time somebody says for the kids, we have to take a drink then. Just for a second. Yeah. So don't say that. It's for the adults. <laughs> we also want to give a, a shout out to one of our other sponsors, The Keys in downtown Scranton. Now, their open mic is uh, this Thursday, uh, where they have uh, $3 pints, uh, boneless wings, uh, and uh, grilled uh, gourmet cheeses, which are. Uh, Gourmet grilled cheeses, which if you haven't had their grilled cheese, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Now Friday, um, they're actually doing a, a, a thing with uh, Peculiar Ramen, uh, which is uh, coming up. We're, we're actually going to have him on a future show. Yes, Gene uh, will Gene, be here. Gene Philbin, uh, who has been on uh, national television for his 
culinary expertise. Uh, he's opening a uh, ramen shop in downtown Scranton, which is pretty cool. So you can preview that food uh, at uh, the Keys on Friday. And there's also uh, music. Uh, there's a punk band, The Disorders, are playing Friday. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're, you're into punk music, they pretty much cover all the greats. So uh, you should definitely check that out. Uh, the Kirby Center is also a sponsor. Uh, they have uh, Keller Williams uh, is this, this Friday, December 8th. Uh, and uh, trap singer Chris Taylor Brow, uh, acoustic, on uh, December 15th. And uh, we also want to give a shout-out to uh, Loyalty Barbershop and Shave Parlor. Uh, they have locations in Scranton, Archibald, and a uh, new shop in, uh, in Wilkes-Barre. So, all right, now that I've uh, gotten all that out of the way. I was already out of breath run, running here. So. I love a gourmet. I love a gourmet grilled cheese. Me too. I am, I'm all I, about that. I the more, the more cheeses, yeah. the variety of your cheeses, the the better. Yes. I had a grilled or cheese the, for lunch because you can always you, there's so many different cheeses. Yeah. So you can get really creative with, like, making your gourmet like the one that you like your gourmet grilled cheese. Brian's right. a bit of a uh, chef himself. Oh, I love yeah, I love cooking. Oh yeah. What else is there to do? He went. You went to culinary school, but you didn't study culinary. I went to a culinary school. But I didn't study. Like, <laughs> like, 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 he went to culinary school. He, <laughs> you know, uh, he went to law school, but he didn't study law. What do you study at law school? It's not law. I, that's, that's what do you point. study at culinary school? It's a good question. Right. That's my. That's where I'm getting at. I went to a, a school that was renowned for their culinary program, but they they had other programs too. Right. Uh, okay. Sports management. I studied. He wanted to be Jerry Maguire. Now I work at Bathfitter. Show me the But I love Bathfitter. Great, great company. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Bathfitter. <laughs> I almost interviewed at Bathfitter oh, yeah? a few years ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Nice. Like eight, nine years ago, maybe? Yeah, we have a good, great team of people there. The sales guys, they do very well. Yeah. My, you know? my favorite thing about Bathfitter is the commercials with the little jingle. Uh, because Bath there's the, the saxophone guy at the end. Mm-hmm. Who like is just going ape shit on that saxophone? That's oh, what yeah. I love about it. Like I, I was just a lot of heart into that saxophone. Yeah, every every time that commercial comes on, I'm thinking that that guy he's got some soul, and right. he's 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 just putting it into this bath fitter commercial. Like, it's like the Peyton Manning nationwide, you know. Right on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got exactly. our own jingle, you know, like yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, you know, they, they have their their commercials with the guy sitting at the piano and he's like singing <laughs> yeah. it like like it's 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 like some kind of uh, you know meaningful song. It's like dude, you're selling insurance, man. Mm-hmm. So Chill. I actually work. Down. I work with the reps that you know are out in the the, the public, um, promoting that brand. You know, oh, okay. so like one of the things that I always, you know, encourage them to say because you're looking to talk to people that don't know who you are, um, say something funny, and they would say, you know, hey, can you sing our jingle? <laughs> you know, and the, the thing about it is you have to get you get to get their attention. So right. it's very hard to start up a conversation with a complete stranger who's, you know, on a is mission. Is it the perfect fit jingle? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll say, hey, have you? You know, can you sing our jingle? And it makes them kind of like, what did you say? What jingle? Oh, bathroom jingle. Oh, yeah. Sure, and then, here's $10,000. You know, the, the hardest part of their job is getting them to stop and talk, so. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Does anybody watching know the uh, bathfitter jingle? <laughs> <laughs> Please, sax guy. Please tune in, sax guy. I want to hear your story. The, just, you just put it in the I backdrop of your, of your show. You know? <laughs> I would love. I would love to have him on. I would. I would do a full Perfect. interview with just with that. Guy. should sponsor an EPA scene. Hey, you you know ever what? think of Maybe that? Maybe we can. Yeah. I have the potential to do that. That would be pretty cool. So <laughs> after the show, we'll discuss those details. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That would. It would probably be boring if, if, if we, uh, we discuss. Unless your that audience in is interested in, you know, live negotiation. Yeah. Bathfitter, you know, coming on board. 
as it's possible. Oh, God. So, so now this is the eighth annual Shots for Tots. Yeah. All right. So, so you started this pretty young then. I was 21. Wow, okay. Intense name, Shots for Tots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, I, I love the imagery right off the bat. Yeah. Because I, I picture, like, people hanging tots, like, by their, their feet, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. pouring booze down their throats. You that's know, the like, idea. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm sure that's what the whole event is really about. That's what was my main motivation. Right. <laughs> just want to make a difference. Getting tots completely, completely <laughs> blasted. <laughs> we, we have shots. Really, I just want to incriminate We do have shots. For the kids. For, for the, the kids. kids. <laughs> Um, the Toys for Tots drive is such a But that big was thing, you know? when I when I thought of the name for the party. I was just gonna have a Christmas party or birth Christmas slash birthday party because my birthday is on the twenty first. Mm. And uh, when I thought about doing the toy drive, I was like, how can I get my friends out? You know that are all recently twenty one, and you know that was just seemed like the perfect name. Mm. Shots for Tots. Oh yeah, totally totally fits. Yeah. So, uh, what what goes what goes on at these events? It's like your basic Girl traditional babies. Christmas party, <laughs> but with uh, really good live music and uh, lots of food, and it's typically at a bar. I've had it at Barton Beats for seven years. I had it at River Grill one year um, when there was a scheduling conflict at Barton Beats, which at River Grill was awesome too. Yeah, it was good there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do like a really 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 good job, especially with benefits. Bring that up though. Seven years at Barton Irby is one year at... Eight years. This is the eight, this will be the eighth year. Yeah, you said seven at Barton Irby is once at River Grill. Yeah. That's eight. eight. That's, That's eight. eight. Nine. Next year will be nine. 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 You <laughs> know what I'm saying? We're missing the math? Or? Yeah, if you had it seven years at Barton Irby's, mm-hmm. and you had a one year... Oh, six years. That's eight. Okay. <laughs> seven and one is Got eight. It. Right, right. But okay. I was including this year in my math. Oh. Okay. We're on, we're on target now. <laughs> <laughs> it's that uh, Common Core math that really <laughs> fucked me up there. <laughs> I don't know how to should've, do that. Should have went to culinary school. I should have. Right. Then you could have studied math. <laughs> like, as you do. <laughs> as, as one does. <laughs> For right. the kids. For the kids. Yeah. Can we read? Cheers. Salute. Oh, if you have to read. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't fill it up that much. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I think it's good for an event to uh, maintain their location, and not just her event, any event really. You know, sure, maintain their location. I don't because I like to change things at least too much. for a few years. If it's an annual yeah. thing, people recognize your event. They recognize. Uh, think about events. You only get one shot, unless it's a inaugural event like hers to make it, you know, the Johnny, right event. So Johnny gets really right. upset when you Keep say annual, the... but it's not annual when it's inaugural. <laughs> First annual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you right out. I called him hey, out. Hey, Johnny, you going to come to my first annual soccer high? I called, no, I won't because you, you, you said it wrong. That's what we used to make fun of. I brother, called out the smiler. Our brother Danny, yeah, I know. Our brother Danny, we have this big birthday party for him every summer, a big pool party. Yeah. And, special uh, dance. I, we call it special dance. Special dance. Whatever annual birthday, birthday party. party. But it's like you can't have like annual and birthday in the same because right. <laughs> it's like already. Yeah, it's, it's an annual event, the birthday. But it's kind of like... <laughs> It was kind of like making fun of him because he's like, can we, ha- can we start to plan my annual birthday party? I'm like, yeah, yeah Dan. How long do you think that's going to go on? <laughs> Till so I'll be time. honest with you, that, those two events in the Boot family have been going on. Yeah, like that's our summer. Hand in hand, like almost at the same time. So which is the first one that's going to just mm. fall underneath the, the cracks? Someone's going to get right. in trouble you know? at the, one of Danny's gigs. Yeah. Or he's just not going to be allowed at Dad's house. 
Dad's just like, ah, I'm all yeah, retired from this. You're going to have to get your own pool and Dad, play your own part of you know? Dad's the one that has the most fun, though. Oh, absolutely. He looks forward to that. Yeah. He starts, you know, he's like, uh, what is the saying on a Christmas story where the kid's talking about the old man with the turkey? He's like, the old man would salivate over the turkey all day. <laughs> like, my dad's like that for the parties, special dance. Whatever, he likes parties. us to throw parties because he wants us to throw parties and like have a blast because we've been doing this for so long. But then like he also wants to be the one to like kick everybody out at four a.m. Yeah, party's yeah. over. Yeah, party's <laughs> over. Like, infamous, is that that's like a famous line? Infamous uh, Fred Boot. Yes. Famous line from my mom was party's over. They're doing beer bongs on a weeknight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's still that's still going. Yeah, we still yeah. say that one. But so that party's like our like the boot summer party, and then this shots for tots has kind of like molded into like our. Family Christmas party Absolutely. in a way too. Yeah, no, I mean it, that's I was I was gonna say it, it takes on a, a new uh, some new character every year. You know, I mean obviously our, our mother passed away a couple of years ago, and it the events started really being about um, you know trying to uh, you know organize a scholarship in her name because you know she that's was, what it's you know very much yeah. about her arts and uh, and you know we wanted uh, you know everything you want your parent to have a legacy. And my mom would have loved this idea. So we we started making it more about the funds and, you know, the actual the cause of it is going to go to, mm. you well, know, also, someone who, who could use the money for uh, to pursue an arts degree. At you know, the same so. time, so I always did the, the toy drive, and we collected toys, and I would donate to different local organizations, uh, CEO being one of them, <laughs> St. Vincent's Kitchen, uh, I donated right. to last year and the year before that. Um, we've donated to the Janet Weiss Children's Hospital. Um and two years ago, I remember calling around. I would make my phone calls to these different organizations and asking them if they needed toys or if they had any suggestions of well, who might need toys because I always kind of tried to give it to whichever organization needed them the most. And uh, sometimes they would be like, we have so many that we're filtering. I remember that. That's crazy. That, I mean, that's great. Amazing. I mean, it's great if they that have, there's so sure, many efforts. You know, that people yeah. are doing. There are so many toy drives, and Toys for Tots does a really good job. And I know a couple other local organizations, like the Thomas uh, Angle Foundation, they do a really good job. And they donate directly to families um, for whatever certain situations, like <coughs> medical bills this year, or, you know, it's always, like, very circumstantial, which I think is really important, too. But uh, I realized that there were so many efforts doing that, doing the toy drive, and I still do it. Like, I still encourage people to bring a toy to donate. But... I realized that that wasn't even necessarily a need in right. the community. It was so so many people because were doing so many it. other people mm -hmm. were already doing which it, which is great. I mean, which is really yeah. awesome. It's like wow, like so many people are like doing all these efforts and they're working. So okay, how else can I uh, navigate my energy? You know, right. yeah. um, and it was the same that that year. My our mom had passed, and people donated money to the foundation, which I had never really dealt with before, and. I never really wanted to. Thank God our brother's a banker. You know? Yeah, I never really <laughs> wanted to. Well, we I knew with this money now. You know? When people, right. even at like at Shots for Tots, if people wanted, like I never knew, like if people donated money, I would go buy more toys. One year I uh, bought right. gift certificates from Target to give to families with like older kids that might not be into toys, like whether they're into sports or games or whatever they can get, whatever. But anyway, I never knew what to do with the money. And then after my mom had passed away, so many people had donated in, to the foundation, like kind of in honor of her. So I uh, sat down with my brothers and my sister, and we were thinking about what to do. And the only thing um, that we could agree on 
we're not. It wasn't even. Well, really I think an it was more like when, when when it was just like we'll do a scholarship. So like when when I think when a family so or, when a family member dies, like you get you know monetary donations from you right. know, family, and and obviously you know we didn't want to accept the monetary donations. So um, I think like in even in the obituary we said yeah um, you know send in, in lieu of flowers or send it to her her shots for tots organization, mm. and then. You know, we got to that first, you know, that first uh, party that happened, you know, in the, the winter, and we were like, well, you know, we have, you know, some money sitting in a fund that we wanted to ultimately, you know, uh, do a scholarship for um, for her anyway. The whole, so the it kind of just, we're like, so all the money that really goes now into this event is, um, you know, centered into, you know, an art scholarship for a local, like, local high school student. Right. So... We you know, the the, you got the toys years. are great. You know, the toys you give off to the to the organizations that need them and they can, if they have overage like they did in years, it's great. You know, yeah. what I mean? but um, it, yeah, it's encouraged. Definitely bring you know bring it if you're bring a, uh, a toy for I a always, boy. If you're yeah, if you're a male, if you're a female, boy. bring a toy for a female. Yeah, and and they're gonna be we're you know we're definitely gonna find a place for you know for those uh, donations and uh, you know obviously if you if you care about um, the local. The local community and obviously the schools, you know, and the students. You know, there's like there's an assault on education. It seems there's like a, right an now, on and arts like education. you know, there's so many things going on. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, if it if the scholarship helps one person every single year, it's done. Its, it's done its job. You know what I mean? So right. ideally, and that's be. really what you want. You know, I mean, it, the, all the recipients that had it up, you know, um, until here, you know, have been. Couldn't find, couldn't deserving, couldn't find a you know a better a better recipient of that scholarship that's going to use it, you know, to uh, to help pay for some uh, you know for some education. There costs, are, so. there aren't many art scholarships either in our our area, and ideally it would be really cool to if I am able to um, raise more money and even make the scholarship district wide or give away two scholarships, even each year. Right now we just do I I do it to a local Meyer senior because that's where my mom went to school and she. Loved Myers. Big Mohawk. She, yeah, she's, yep. <laughs> she's all about it. Um, so right now we just do it for a local Myers senior. Um, but ideally, like, of course, you'd want to grow and be able to help more students. Yeah, we want to welcome more applicants. So, you know, any, any of your audience that's listening to the show, you know, if they have, um, you know, a son or daughter that's, you know, in high school right now, it's, that has start any there. In that, the arts. You know, that has interest in the arts, um, you know, can use, you know, some additional funds applied to uh, further their career there, you know. Definitely ask your, I'd imagine all the guidance counselors and also some incentive school, to study you know, know the about arts. it. So, right. ask ask your guidance counselor about the scholarship, how you can get, um, how you can apply for it, how you can get mm-hmm. involved, and you know it's 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 recognized right now by the the Wilkes-Barre Area School District as a, you know, possible scholarship, and that's what you do when you're you're in high school. You're gonna, yeah. Hey, I need help paying for college. You know what scholarships are available. This one is available. You'd be surprised how many students. students don't apply for scholarships, though, because yeah, because your guidance counselor sucks. Well, the guidance counselor at Myers yeah. is great. Oh yeah, no, but yeah, I, I, I know. a lot I'm of them. Not, I'm not attacking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but no, but that's <laughs> true. My guidance counselor told me to drop out. Yeah. that's not a lie. I swear, that's I'm true. Not I, yeah, that's actually I, you know, true. I remember that. That was horrible. Yeah, they were. That's horseshit. I could curse in the show. That's fucked up, man. Seriously though, those guidance counselors, I think they were just like a glorified like. I don't even know what to call it. A lot it, of them, a lot of them, some, there's some that care. I don't care. know what mine did. I don't know <laughs> what mine did. Mine that. straight up told me to drop out of school. I tell you, I had a great experience with my guidance counselors. Um, for I, for all the people that you, you know, 
that want to that want to help you. You know, poor guy. You know, there are people. All these people that, that want to help me or help you or whatever throughout your life. Guy, guy in Scotland. Johnny, like him, like yeah, this poor guy. Yeah, this poor guy. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. And this poor guy. This poor guy. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted for yeah. my life. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're always gonna. What, my point was, you? you're always gonna remember your guidance counselor. They anyway, tried to help you. Anyway, the point it's is, attack on guidance counselor. You'd be surprised how on. many students don't apply for scholarships <laughs> because when you have to write an essay or there's like all this added work. But they they might just not know how to access. Right, or they don't know what's there. Sure. You're absolutely right. They don't know how to access it. So. Um, but Well, they need a parent to help them, you know, persuade them. Hey, the, have the, you looked at all avenues here? You the know, event really. has kind of been geared more towards building that scholarship in the most recent two years. Well, my, my question then is uh, a lot of people, you know, here might want to do something like that or whatever. How do you even go about starting a scholarship? What kind of things do you have to fill out and stuff like so that? I had already, so I do the scholarship through the Shots for Tots Foundation. Mm-hmm. So I had already had my account and my so EIN. So you had to start a foundation. Right. How, so how do you go about doing I that? I did that back when I was 21, and um, my, brother brought, my brother Danny helped me at the bank. So got me my tax ID number um, and just went from there. You know, you have to file some paperwork, obviously. Depending on what kind of you know, charity you want to start up. Yeah. Right? You know, it. You, you might need some additional paperwork. So with the scholarship... But yeah, that, that's something you want to talk to an account about. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not so with the scholarship, I already had that kind yeah. of set up. Yeah. So everything with the scholarship just goes through my Shots for Tots. Um, and it was easy to do that because with Shots for Tots, <laughs> I did open an account for it when I was 21 and... 21 or 22. I don't know if I had an account the first year. just had the toys. But... I didn't have any. I didn't deal with money. I didn't deal with any finances or money, mm-hmm. so it was easy to just kind of be like, okay, well, this is where this money can go. You know, when people donated, this is where it can go, and this is how it could be, you know, distributed and organized and, you know, structured to be able to give the scholarship every year. So that's mostly what I did. Like, I the first thing I would suggest to do if you want to do something like that is talk to a banker and talk to a lawyer. And then they'll, depending on what you want to do, the, tell the you. two things that people Bernie always doing the most half ass all the time. <laughs> talk, talking to lawyers and talking to bankers. Yeah, that's what you got to do. <laughs> talk to the people who are and experts with the scholarship, in that. I you spoke know, to the, the you know, talk the, to the people. What I did was reach out to the school when we started doing the scholarship. That was my first email was to the guidance counselor at the school mm. and uh, told her what I wanted to do and told her um, the. Ask her. I asked her, like, how do I start to do this? And she told me, you know, these make some requirements, make some qualifications. Um, right, so you can be recognized. And... R- well, just so that it's, like, you know, structured. Doesn't every, that doesn't every good charity, find, like, kind of start out that way anyway? Where it's like, sure. you know, oh, we're getting toys. And next year it's like, oh, we're getting money. And then, oh, we need to be set up to do... You know, things the right way, like, or grow the growth. It's yeah. informal thing. Yeah. And then it wasn't, it, mine it started becomes... very informal. You know, mine was just a birth, like a think about a the AOS, party I, that AOS ice bucket challenge, right? At the birthday party to bring toys. Started out That's by essentially how it started. Right. Yeah. I was literally throwing myself a birthday party, and all right. So that's we go back to the roots of it. You, that's where it all yeah, started. like mine started very okay, informal, yeah. but it grew into something else. Yeah. So well, what, what was that first year like? The first year we everyone had was Sa- drunk. Oh my god! <laughs> everyone was so drunk. Man. Santa was yeah. there. Was Santa everyone, drunk too? Santa was drunk. <laughs> Shots for tots. Everyone, everyone got pictures That's on right. Santa's lap. It was just like a, before, like a, honestly, it was just an excuse to party, 
but also do something good. And we're in our early 20s. And do good. Like, we were already going out partying anyway. So it was like, oh, I... Yeah. And bring a toy, you know. Yeah, but it was like... bring some toys, and that's... We were always throwing all these parties, and, like, my my family were always, like, that's just... We were were no stranger to, like, hosting parties, you know, growing up. So I just found a way to do it, I guess, and kind of do it productively in a way that is making some, you know... Little difference. So. so I've 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 valued the the whole experience really as um, it's definitely brought a lot of uh, good memories to your your family. You know what I mean? Like in the holidays too. Like just you know, it just absorbs memories in the holidays. You always remember those those times too. And sure. you know you have you suffer loss and um, you know people. Uh, the, how you get through those things too is like you know family and friends. Yeah. And like I said, the thing together. takes on a new a new sort of character every single year. Um, but it's it, it's really important, I think. Like you know, if you have a family you want to share something with, do something like a charity like this. You know, it doesn't have yeah, to be that's doesn't have to be about, about a scholarship for the arts. It could be about you know whatever you care about. You know? It is something and if, that it is, if you could share it with your family, family and your can, friends, yeah. and you could celebrate every year, and you can make some good memories, and you know you could help some people, you know, uh, or somebody along the way. It's you know that's what that's what we're doing here. So. That's a, that's one very cool aspect about it is that especially when the scholar it was like my thing you know to start off, and then when the scholarship came into play it was kind of like all right I need you guys like I need your help and like now it has very quickly become like our family thing and like right. our family we're all fighting about it every yeah year. like our group yeah. chats <laughs> who's gonna like, do what with the scholarship yeah like our group chats like, like yeah. you know blown up and everyone's like crazy but that's one very cool thing about it it's something that like since to kind of put it in a light note in a dark note like. My siblings and I, like, you know, we went through very difficult times together. And then we're also able to kind of go counteract that with coming together and doing something really positive and having, right. like, something that we could share. Relate, yeah, yeah. Like and to it, share, yeah. like you were saying. Yeah, you could be proud of, of, of all the work that, you know, goes in, um, you know, prior to it. And the people that – you have a lot of people that help, too. I mean, I you do. just talk about those people. Cause like, there's people that have been part of this um, – that have been part of this event, you know – not asking for anything other just than I just want to help and contribute. Um, there's there's handfuls well, of people that have helped yeah. out too. So that's that's we're a very fortunate family in the uh, aspect that people are just always very supportive, no matter what it is that we're doing. Especially yeah. something like this, they're extremely supportive. Um, so there's never any lack of people offering their help or contributions, or even just making food. And obviously coming. Sure. So we've been super lucky in that fight. Like, we have grew up in a community, South Wilkes-Barre, where people just have each other's backs no matter what. That's just, like, how it is there. And uh, that's, like, that for other families, too. Like, I know that we do the same for others. So, like, when it comes time for us, when we want to do something or we want to make a difference, uh, we're super, super lucky that so many people are so supportive of that effort, which is really cool to see. And when it just also adds to the whole enjoyment of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've talked about it many times, but you have obviously a different perspective on Wilkes-Barre. I, I guess I apparently than, do. Than, than the general public seems <laughs> what to part? do. What, <laughs> Wilkes-Barre is part of Wilkes-Barre? Wilkes-Barre the seems... The most southern part of Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> this, what is it? That was funny. <laughs> It's, it's always the... best part of Wilkes-Barre. The, 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 my mommy used to dress up like joke. a southern belle and talk like that. And yeah. <laughs> 
from the most southern part of the city. I'm like, Mama, you're from South Wilkes Barre. Yeah, don't get cheap on me, John. Don't get cheap on me. <laughs> well, we're, mix, we're mixing these. We're going to mix the uh, ah, Berwick. Okay. All right. The, I'll take it, though. The Berwick Front Street Wheat with the uh, yeah, Fegley's Brawa. Rock and roll. I slammed a vodka club before. For the kids, not with the kids, for the kids. I mean, I, mean, I don't know about you, but I'm personally kind of sick of the, the, the jokes about Wilkes-Barre and, like, the jokes about, like, Sherman Hills and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like, not funny. I think funny. that stuff is so It's not old, funny. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's always, like, there's a hint of racism or whatever else thrown well, in there Well, it's stupid because well. that's the reality of everywhere in the world, you know? There's, right. like, lower-income families and... Uh, there's crime and there's bad people in the world. That's everywhere. That's a global issue. That's not a Wilkes-Barre issue. Right. You know, yeah. like, so it's so funny that it's because I think a lot of people in this area are not cultured. I wouldn't, like, say that people are They're just, not exposed to that. They're not exposed. Until, they don't understand. The like, or, or they haven't you know, been exposed. Decade or so, maybe, yeah. you know, so a decade and a half at this point. Thank you. Oh, you're mixing that up. Yeah. Yeah, that, when did you well, miss? part of mixed? Yeah. Did you, yeah. you miss the memo? That's nice. Um. Try, try something new every day, baby. Uh. But yeah, you know, like like there, there's this guy. He's posting this everywhere. He posted it on our our wall, on our Facebook wall, and a bunch of other places. Troll. It was yeah. It was, like, it was a picture <laughs> Brian, of uh, Brian gets deep into it with of them. Santa. Uh, with a with a machine gun saying here here's Santa delivering presents to Sherman Hills ha 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 and it's like what are you way? fucking kidding it's not funny <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's stupid yeah. exactly like, like this it's joke is not only so old but yeah. it's just it, it's so not funny it's, it's so it's, it's not, like comedy is an interesting thing because to be comedic you have to have some form of intelligence or go to a so really like, dark place or go to a yes. dark place that someone could right. or go to a dark place that people could relate to that's funny. It's a, if it's a dark place that everyone shares, that's funny. Mm -hmm. But, like, humor like that, and people resort to it so often because of just being lazy. Thank you. Intellectually. Uh, well, it's just like their nature to be combative, too. You know? Yeah, mean, also they just want to be pricks. Right, and, that, and I, I think they think that's funny, like being combative, combative is, is funny. funny. Yeah, and it's, it's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's not. Uh, to me, the funniest things have a bit of, like, a slight bit of truth, or, right, or they're, they're making some sort of commentary that's relatable. Do you like with Bill Maher? the joke in there. Do you like yeah. Bill Maher? Yes. He does that. Right. Like, the better than anybody. Yeah. He, levels, I mean? he can make something he really, really serious, like just funny as shit. But also to just grade the hell out of the people that think the opposite. Didn't you guys right? And he has that he has that 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 science or mental science to just do it. And you know, you could take what the stuff that he says, like this is the things that we're talking about now. And that's why I love I will watch Bill Maher all the time. Um, and he could just well, he's make a political issue dissect everything. funny and also just completely land base a whole base of people that think that way. The, 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 and all in one joke. The master of that was delivery. George and yeah, he was that's great delivery at that too. And comedy. George Carlin so was yeah, I think in, you're you're absolutely right. He 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 definitely. Uh, but Bill Maher definitely comes close. He's and he's yeah. getting there. He, he's he been did, doing a long time he, too. He now, did get yeah. in trouble a few months ago. But I mean that and that's the thing is when you do For comedy what he said. That, that constantly right. pushes the envelope of what you can and can't say. You're gonna Every get caught. Once in a while, you're, you're gonna, gonna slip, get caught. You're gonna slip up and you're gonna offend the was, wrong people. But it was a, it was a like joke. That. Like I mean, I thought I, I, I personally wasn't. I wasn't say? offended, but I'm right. white, so I have white privilege. Exactly. What did he say? I didn't even hear that. He well, no, it was the the, and I could, uh, he said the house N word, but in 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 the form of a. Uh, of a joke, but yes, he, was, he, was making, he was trying to quote somebody that would have said that as a Republican or something like that. Yes, yes, um, exactly. Yeah. He wasn't saying it. So his, but he said it out. He said it on air. 
It was loud. Nobody laughed. Right. Here's the thing about what he did, though. The next week, his next show, what did he do? Apologize? He had, he apologize, he had ice, but then he had... He, he had, had Ice Cube on yeah. there, okay, as, on his panel. Um, you know, Ice Cube, 25-year-old hip-hop, um, uh, culture, L.A., West Coast, liberal, st- you know, still, um, had Ice Cube on the panel, and he... he, he yeah, he, he killed him. him you know? He had a lifelong friend. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, Ice Cube did to Bill Maher. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had he had affluent, prominent black men on his show. Right. I'm going to invite you on to just torch me, which they did. And that, that's and, the thing, and, is, and that takes a lot to do. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that that's somebody brilliant. would just here come on my show and just <laughs> just roast me and torch me and I fucked up really bad and you know he just he he he. He welcomed it because he knew he deserved it. And, and so you many know? of those types of shows are so vanilla. Like they, they just they, they ask questions they already know the answers right. to, and it almost You're feels like right, yeah. a, you know like like it's just we're we're going over the script or we're reading off a of cue cards. And I like that his show can go off the rails like that. Yeah, and that they can say H- what they really want yeah. to say. And that it's kind the beauty of, of HBO. People love yeah, going on that show because they can say the F word. You know, right. like. You know, someone who's on daytime. I think that's why people sense. come on our show. Right, right. The, only, the only reason. Yeah. They want to say the, the, only only reason reason the, they want to say the fuck word, and they want to say it in front of a microphone. The fuck word. Because it feels really good. <laughs> it only works if you say the F word. Oh. That's right, yeah. The fuck word. The fuck word. <laughs> they want to say the fuck word. They do. People, they, they, they're expressing themselves. They want to do it right in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. They feel yeah. accomplished. Then they, it's I mean, for the I, kids. I know I did. It's for the kids. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of disingenuous, to, <laughs> in my opinion, if you have an arts and entertainment show where the bands who curse on stage and their music, whatever else, they, and they have to, like, you know, well, it's, quiet, it's natural you know, to you, right. do it. Be yeah, yourself. Exactly. It's not like, like we come we, on here and we're like, you guys should totally curse, because, like, it's totally loud here. And, like, at <laughs> yeah. this, you yeah. know, like, it's just yeah, like, it's if it's natural like to a, you, like, yeah. be yourself and be comfortable. Yeah, That's sure. what a podcast Sailor's is. On, you, know? you know, the best podcasts that I, like, have listened to are because the people that are doing them have a way of making people feel so comfortable and at ease with themselves that they are their natural selves. So if it's natural to you to, like, say the fuck word in the middle of a sentence, then you, that's fine. Stop but, saying that. Sorry. <laughs> and that doesn't sound natural, right, me saying that? No, it doesn't. No, that's all right. Did you, did you have this yet? I did, and I like it, and I like it a lot. Anyway, back to, back to Sherman Hills, it. though. Mm. What did we go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what were we talking about, Bill Maher? But anyway, back to Shots for Tots. Yeah. <laughs> Here, honestly, though, one more thing about Sherman Hills. Seriously. <laughs> but no, honestly, like, all right, so you have, you, with Sherman Hills, I mean, we got we to gotta figure out how to police that place. It's not a, it's not a people problem. It's a, you know, we got to put some order in there and have people that actually, you know, want to fix that. You know, like, like any other urban community is going to have, you know, a tactical That's part not, of their police sure department that deals with 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 neighborhoods of crime. I've always wanted to, to go over there and just just talk to the people, like just interview right. them, like just talk to like regular so everyday people, are you? just yeah. to put like a human face on it. Because every bit of news coverage that right. you see on it is always just like, okay, we're only going over here. Can you comment on the stabbing? Can you comment on the shooting? Right. And it's like. Dude, people why? Or just like fucking lives. them as members yeah. of the community. Like, I, yeah, I'm sure know? they're just as like shocked and sad and right. scared for their families as anybody else is in the fucking community. Build bridges, you know? well, not, not. You're trying to build bridges, not walls. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And like where like, the guy you're talking about, the troll, he wants to build walls. You know, right. and, and literally and, 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 and throw yeah. Sherman Hills <laughs> people's in there, and and then we build a wall. Build. Let's build a wall around Sherman Hills. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's I've, just I've do heard, that. I've heard right? that very phrase. You, you know, give me, you, give me a fucking break, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, build bridges. Your your idea and your approach is is to, to build a bridge. Well, they feel isolated. You know, how can you be a part of the community? Isolated. I can help you be a part of the community, man, you know? Right, exactly. But that's another thing that I wanted to also kind of bring into something like Shots for Tots. And I was saying, ideally, if we could give more scholarships and make it more district-wide. But also, like, if I was able to get, like, the funds to kind of create programs for kids and communities like that, that, number one, might not necessarily, their mom might be, like, working two jobs and, like, raising them and not have time to kind of encourage them to do something creative or express themselves in that way. It's, like, so easy. That's where the problem's. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's where the problem oh, gets yeah, addressed. It's yeah. the kids in the community because the people that they're looking up to, even though they might not be bad people, they might have had to make some bad choices to make ends meet or that's all they know because it's just a culture that is being recycled and recycled and recycled. So if you're able to kind of find a way that's like really uh, intercepts uh, the cultural norms for a community like that and you're able to do that through arts and think about Michael Vick athletics dude Michael Vick grew up in Newport News or Virginia or whatever like one of like the really highest crime rates like the culture there was dogfighting mm-hmm. what Michael Vick did was completely wrong sure he went to jail you know did his time he was but what he did was scumbag-esque you know what I mean and I don't, ha- I, don't right? and I don't even own a scumbag-esque, scumbag right? Like he's just horrible <laughs> thing. Esquire. It's a horrible thing he did, you know. But he was a product well, well, yeah, of right. his environment, man. Like right. that's what people did. Right. So him growing up, like he, you know, had, he, had a, he had a mentor, a guy who brought him on, and, and just like any other you know, culture, any other community. Make, when you're yeah. a child, that's what you're introduced to, and that's what's normal to you. And it's not. Not to get like all good will hunting on you guys, but it's not your fault. You know, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> and if you're able to find a way, like I have this like big wild dream that you know somehow you can kind of create these programs, and I'm sure people have tried to do this over and over. You know, that's how miracles Like I have happen, this like man. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Dangerous Minds dreams that I'm like <laughs> gonna create these programs for these children. That, she was badass. That movie. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> Dangerous Minds. Like building a skate park, for example. That's something that I always like thought about and wanted to be able to do. And yeah. like those kids might not have a place to express themselves like that. They have the basketball court, you know. Mm. Some kids, not every kid wants to play basketball, or you know, like there's some yeah, other not, ways. Right, like yeah. giving kids other opportunities to be able to express themselves so they don't get bored because they're gonna get bored. And as a kid, we got bored, and like we get into trouble when we get bored. We yeah. break into warehouses and burn them down, you know, <laughs> or throw Who rocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? That, like, you know that unsolved arson fire from 25 years ago? No, I'm just kidding. He's, he is. Wilkesboro Law Enforcement. That's true. No. <laughs> There's some, somewhere right now, there's some detective getting a beat. Like in a like, cold case hey, file. Do you remember like, hey. that arson? <laughs> Can you imagine if that was like my demise? We've only had Would this one be admissible in court? So far. No. Like if they came and charged you with like <laughs> the arson fire on whatever street? No. Would be, we should mess with the law enforcement. We should mess with the detective that... We shouldn't. That's <laughs> be so fun. But my point is, uh, if you're able to kind of in- intercept any of those things, even just for one kid. Right. You know? Like, I would love for Shots for Tots to become this, like, 
insane, amazing thing that has like a whole system designed to interfere with kids effing up and like finding them ways to <laughs> change their path or change their direction and finding adults that have been through the same thing that found their way out, right. you know, and that navigated their way through all these uh, speed bumps that everyone hits, but they hit it in a harder way and they hit it in an environment where they don't have the support that they need to kind of get out of it. Like we're like, I keep saying how fortunate our family is when we hit hard times, like we have each other. We're able to kind of get through it with each other. Think about if you had nobody. If you had nobody. Sure. So it's very easy to like find comfort in not expecting much from the world. So I feel like if you're able to kind of intercept a young brain's mind and thinking that that's not normal and that's not how it has to be and that there's a beautiful world out there and you could be a really great part of it mm -hmm. and you could have a really great effect on it, uh, if you're able to do that for like young minds on like a large scale, I feel like that's how you change the world and that's how you affect the world, the globe, and every little aspect of it for the better. I think it starts at home. I think it starts in your community and I think that if you're able to do it, then you're gonna kill it. This is where the war on education is bad, you know, because that like what what makes what makes uh, humans American humans will say that like come from no opportunity to opportunity is that little bit in between like education, you know, mentorship programs, resources, you know, yeah, money resources to do is stuff. big. You know, and like right now, we just got to. I don't want as a community for us to write on, off those kids on education right now. You know, well, what, what, in what programs that help people. What, what amazes me is that you have teachers who are willing to dig into their own pockets mm -hmm. to buy school supplies because the system won't pay for them, mm -hmm. and yet you have these politicians who are making these decisions, who are rolling in money and getting kickbacks and everything else for cutting education, for right. giving money to their But then cronies. you see people bitching right. on the internet or whatever about paying school taxes and not having kids. Right, exactly. But well, like, then there's stuff like that. Then like everyone It's the overall community that you're benefiting right. from. Right. Like, like, do not understand that. Yeah. Whether you have kids or not, like this is the world you live in, and if you don't want it to be a better place, then don't live in it. Right, you exactly. know? And, so, don't, and don't reap the benefits of it. Right. You know, go go live in the fucking woods. Right. You know? Jer go Jer <laughs> right. Jer generate you your, Jeremiah Johnson Generate your own electricity, yeah. pave your own fucking roads. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, if you want to live in a community that, you know, supports their, their, their youth and supports, you know, education and youth and development of youth, if you want to live in that community, then you need to, you know, you know be a part of the, of the problem and not the solution. Or yeah. be a part of the solution and not the problem. You know, yeah. As far as... You know, well, should teachers pay more towards health benefits? Should we get into that? <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. No, because they, <laughs> no that's that, teachers do just fine with that. Health is, that is uh, that is that is definitely a conversation for another. Time. Whereas every like to have in every profession in this whole country, that premiums go up, and you know out of pocket expenses go up. Right. You know because of the you know the healthcare crisis, teachers do not. But they right. go on strike because of it. <laughs> And it's so yeah. strange. All right, let's not do this. I can't get. I, so, I, can't, I can't get my head around. <laughs> Next time, you know. Next time on the NPC podcast, you have no out-of-pocket expenses for healthcare. Come on. I really. What I what I will say though is that you have artists who, let's be honest, are always either flat broke or trying to make ends meet, uh, doing other jobs and then going out and playing for the weekend and hoping to make a couple of bucks off of that as well. Yeah. yeah. They're the ones who are volunteering their time right. to stuff like this. Like our guest last week, 
Yes, exactly. You know, and that's the whole. Uh, to me, that it's it's so it's so amazing that these people are so generous. Uh, the same the same with the the NEPA Scene Fest that we have coming up. Those are all people who are volunteering their Saturday night right. uh, to not get paid, so that we can continue to to support them in, mm. in some way or another, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I love and that, yeah. you have a you, you know you have a, a cool uh, house band. At yes. this, that's this event. So it's AJ Jump and Nick Driscoll. I love so AJ far. Jump, man. I love AJ we Jump. Love, we're AJ he, Jump fans. He's he's su- superior talent. Nick Driscoll uh, as well. And uh, I will say this on record. I think Nick yeah, Driscoll is probably one of the best musicians in this area as when it comes to being well-rounded. Yeah, he's very and, good. Like, and no underrated. Very and underrated. Well, he very doesn't. Very he's not a very public guy. He played shots for... This is his second year playing shots for Tots, Nick. He's a good job And he's year. awesome. Uh... But That's another not, thing. Come out to the sh- come out to the, the show and, and see this great. They're good, great good music. It's quality yeah. music, and right. it's just like a good hang. Yeah. You it's know? like an old school. Like, it's like an old. How old my are you? favorite part. Uh, thirty-four. Now. So we're all in our thirties here. Remember, like an old school hang, I'm like Mary Murray's. You know, it's like <laughs> that kind yet. of music, man. It's like an old school I have hang. Two weeks. You're not thirty yet. I'll be thirty in two weeks. Oh, I thought you. Were, I thought you were like thirty-one. Are you kidding me? I will. Fuck you up, man. Motherfucker, I'll fuck you. Sorry. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I don't know either. But um, (laughs) my favorite part about Shots for Tots is that everyone uses it as like their night to like get nuts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be like, oh, like are you going out? And they're like, no. I was like, have you been going out? And they're like, no. But I definitely will for Shots for Tots because like like everyone always like already anticipates. You remember me eight years ago at Shots? But in that, with with saying that, there's never been any like skits. No, there's been no problems at any of those events. Because it's like a classy event, too, but you could, like, totally black out if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be appropriate. So, somebody will get you home. Yeah, like, you're fine. You're like, it's okay, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, Justin Mazur is also? He's not. He's going to be in Atlanta. Okay. He, he, so it's AJ Jump. AJ uh, and Nick so Nick. far, and then... Uh, we have John Merrick? Can we have John Merrick on? John Merrick can come on. Oh, we you should know, get John which, Merrick in there. It, it's cool that these guys can just get show. together and just play without yeah, like it's having gonna be really like, rehearsed that much or, or yeah, they you just know, do their thing. It's yeah, they could just jam. improv it, which to me, yeah. that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, so that's what it'll be like. It'll just be like an open mm-hmm. jam. We get we like dance and get a little crazy. I, 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 I'm gonna bring him up real quick too. I, I was I was thinking about like how uh, like John Merrick, who's a free, do you know John? The you guys, rapper, you guys know John Merrick with the uh, he's that a new video. I think you say you're saying John Mayer. I'm like he just yeah, had right. surgery, so. <laughs> He's not, he's not available. Can you text him and see if he uh, can I, make I, it? We just talked earlier. He's, 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 he just got out of surgery. Yeah, he sent me a picture. He's in a, uh, a, a little robe. A selfie robe. What's, robe what's John's video? Like, what does everyone know his video Well, he, I don't like even know. We just thing. talked about that, though. John's, uh, he's a buddy of ours. So he did the rap video that got a lot of attention. Yes, I saw that. He, should, he can come on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. That was like, I, I honestly, it was like kind of proud to like call my friend because I was looking at the comments like, this is goes back to the Sherman Hills thing too. Like everyone's um, got. Joe, a, my boyfriend Joe says, uh, "Stop stealing the show." <laughs> Joe, all right, all right. No, no, I'm just kidding. All right, I'm, I'm no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you finish. Right. It's in our blood to interrupt people. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, constantly apologizing absolutely. to them, but I like interrupt people all the time. It's terrible. Joe is the um, her boyfriend's the re- the Republican boyfriend <laughs> yeah. that came to Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm the Democrat at their Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Oh, really? That's kind yeah. of the worst. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I just don't get it. I we, so we, I think we that that it's Thanksgiving's past, but you know you have Christmas dinner coming up, so you're gonna have family. And I thought that was really funny. All those articles out there about you know whether you're a 
you know, liberal or a conservative, what you do and do not say at dinner is really funny because the country really is <laughs> when it comes to that stuff. You totally, know? totally. So you can't like ruin a day like Thanksgiving, yeah. and I would never ruin that with Joe. So <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Joe, Joe, her boyfriend posted like a picture of uh, on my Facebook wall of like Donald Trump with tanks just like, taking over the, <laughs> yeah. the universe. And he I'm was like, waiting for oh. the perfect time to Yeah, like, that was good. That yeah. And I could, I felt like the Brian's very I felt the Trump about... the Trump tanks just take over me. Just, just roll yeah. over. Just kidding. Sorry, Joe. You know. I... Hi Joe. Hey Joe. <laughs> it's sad that he would want that. <laughs> yeah. It is. But that's good though he texted <laughs> you that, you know, less me, more you. He must really like you. I don't know. Let's hope so. You know? And Johnny just keeps looking at his watch. Like, like, do we gotta get out of here, man? These, they got these boots out of the studio. The boots, like, we have no, like, we're not very good at, we're very digressive, so. Mm. So. We'll get right back well, into on. it. Let's say, well, to be honest, my watch said to, to be less fat and close your, <laughs> your, your, uh. Jack, your, we take a shot before you leave. Oh, yeah, we have shots. Can we do these? Yes. Well, yeah, we, for the kids. For the, for the kids. kids. That's the one so with the, the octopus. Uh, that goes, yeah. This is the one with the octopus on it. Yes. This they is, both yeah. were. We didn't do the bananas. The one that reminds me of the, the, the night that I can't remember. I don't want to do the bananas. I don't, well, I would love to because that's like it's very history. Hairy. But uh, yeah. Very hairy cheap. I mean, the bananas are history. The peaches, I never I never had the 99 peaches. All right. Mm, that's yeah. pretty good. Oh, dear. That. Look, again, where are we going after this? <laughs> it's like my first night out. <laughs> um, Eric is at home watching like, mm-mm, 14 mm-mm. months, yeah. We were supposed to get a Christmas tree tonight. Me and my family. But I, 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 you blew it off. I sacrificed show. that to come here and hang out with you. That's oh. awesome. Yeah, Just absolutely. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. I guarantee. So, like, as her boyfriend's watching the show, I guarantee you my wife is not watching. Because <laughs> Joe watches every week. I feel like Joe and I should be friends on Facebook. Who Joe? Totally should. Yeah. Brittany's yeah. boyfriend Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should. I feel like I know Joe, but I don't know Joe. Yeah. He's, he's, he keeps himself. I feel like I would yeah. like Joe. I keep telling her that all the oh, time. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Johnny he's the best. DFS. I don't know what it backwards is. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a hard guy not to like. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He just shouldn't have voted for Trump. That's all. This is what it is. We're going to have to go on like a double date. <laughs> before, we got like two weeks. I know, I was going to say, before the baby. <laughs> yes. Got two weeks. Oh, Johnny, so we, we never, never, do you we never see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, congratulations, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks, buddy. Adding members is a good thing. That's what I call it. Productive Adam members of society. Add a member. We're gonna add, add a member. He calls it recruiting. We're gonna add yeah. productive members of society. Stealth recruiting. That's the goal. This is fun. Yeah. What else do we have to talk about? Anything else? Uh, well, you want to give your final plug? We'll move on. We'll we'll talk about the the scene fest this weekend for oh a couple minutes, God. and then we'll wrap up. Scene. All right, all right. Um, Shots for Tots. It is Saturday, December sixteenth. It starts around 7 p.m. You can bring a toy if you want. You don't have to. You can bring money. I would prefer if you did that. Um, and AJ, Jeb, and Nick Driscoll are going to be playing. And the money goes to a scholarship for a local student who wants to pursue the arts. And that's pretty much And come. The whole come. Game. It's yeah. going to be fun. You're welcome. You're all <laughs> welcome to come. Please come. Uh, it's for the kids. I don't know and if you were uh, saying, like, you're welcome, as in, like, look what I did, you're welcome. No, you, no <laughs> I, what I meant, like, I meant you are welcome to come. To come. Right. We want you all there. We, we do. We want you to come. And it's a, okay to black out. Yes. 
she will, she'll get um, you home somehow. Not encouraged, but I'm gonna, not I'm encouraged. Gonna leave, not, I'm leave it on your yeah, shoulders. Yeah, we have an in. But we'll let Uber. you back in next year. Yeah. Depending on what you do. Not encouraged, but not uh, friendly. You upon. can't like can we get, really can, act up. Can we get discount Uber rides for the folks that need to go home? Yeah, we'll have my dad log into Uber. Yeah. Pop up Fred drives Uber, so mm-hmm. we could we have uh, in house Uber. But then we're fundraising for Fred because you know. Uber drivers take 80% of those uh, the fares. So yeah. Right. Is that what it is? At least, yeah. It's, like a, it's, a, it's called a 20% technological fee, I think, that goes uh, to high. Uber and then 80% goes to the driver. It's, like it's pretty high. 20% Uber. Yeah, times like 85 billion around the world. I know. That's what they <laughs> right. Changing the way the world moves. <laughs> you know? Right. That, is that their slogan? Because if it's not, it should be. And, and, uh, killing the cabin. Is that their no, slogan? No, my friend, no, honestly, I, I don't well, know. The cabbies are scary. I don't know if it's like their <laughs> yeah, mission or vision scary. statement, but a um, buddy of mine that went to, I went to college with works for Uber, and I, I had a conversation with him a few years ago, and he said, this is when Uber was like really, you know, cl- climbing up. And he's like, that's, that's what he said. He said, um, we're changing the way the world moves. And that's, that's a great. Still, I didn't come up with that then. That was over here. But well, maybe it's like an internal message for just Uber people. Probably. Good for them. Any PA scene fest? Yes. Uh, Ed, uh, Ed Cuso tuned in earlier and uh, encouraged us to get wrecked. So. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> on our way. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're working on it. This is the drunkest I've been on a podcast. That's M- not true. I did. No, you've definitely been. Ha- really? I think so. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Ma- Mike Sheck said, uh, uh, "John, take off your your uh, your jacket and and your pants. He wants you to take, take off, off your, your pants, pants and too, jacket. Uh, and relax a while." <laughs> a little Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. See, what the thing about me is like I don't do. Well, you, you, I, I don't. I don't like to like just loosen up your tie. Take off. Yeah. It's either I'm I'm one hundred percent. Yeah. Or I'm I'm, I'm zero. Sure. Or it's like two a.m. at a wedding and. You're and still and in I'm sweaty. All <laughs> oh, the vest on, bow tie, yeah, everything. Me too. Yeah, I, will. I, I, I go. I go nuts. I'm sweating. I'm a mess, but everything's still intact. I'm 100 percent or nothing. Like that's just how it works. That's a good take way. Take a. That's why. Take a, uh, an, uh, a page of my book. 100 percent or nothing. That's Fuck. why we appreciate you, Johnny. Uh, you know, thanks for. I appreciate someone appreciating me. That's right. I appreciate Johnny. someone <laughs> that appreciates me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, so speaking, appreciation. Of, speaking of appreciation, it's pretty cool that everybody got together and did this. Uh, we've talked about it a couple of times. This will be the last time I talk about it. Well, may, maybe we'll maybe we'll say next week. Like, we'll do thank a recap. You for, yeah, yeah. We'll, I'm still gonna come. I'm trying to. I, I would I would appreciate <laughs> that. It would be fun. Uh, you'll probably get blackout drunk. I but, probably will because that's what uh, I do when I go places. <laughs> But it, it, it's it's pretty cool. So uh, it was my birthday, and I was hosting the open mic uh, at the V Spot, which uh, we just ended this week. Uh, really, really good night, by the way. Lots of fun. I'm sure a, a bunch of you probably saw the live stream and stuff last night. A band from Jamaica won last night. Like That's that is cool. how unpredictable our open mics are. You never know who's going to walk through the like door. These guys Jamaica. are like That's off awesome. the boat that Jamaican. Awesome. That's amazing. Like the full accents and everything. Oh, I love and that And they shit. were so I love that shit. fucking yeah. good. Like it was so, it was like, like, every, what like kind of music? There, there were people in the, you know, there's, there's always was people at the bar in the back who are like, you know, oh, fuck this shit, whatever. Even they were like just dropping their glasses. Like what the fuck? Was it reggae music? It, yeah, it was reggae, and then they did a little bit of like classic, like Motown kind of stuff too. I love that. That's good so, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it, the guy, this guy had time. a voice yeah. for it. Oh yeah, like he was just he was just awesome. 
So uh, you, you'll be able to see them at the finals on uh, December 19th. So not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. Uh, we're going to be doing the finals at the B spot. So uh, please come. I know, like the cover charge, like turns people away sometimes, but we're not going to live. We're not going to live stream it, so you cannot cheat and just watch it online. You have to come. And it's and five dollars. Yeah, like give, give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Like, support, your, support your local artists. Five bucks. Come on. That's true. Well, yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's going to be it's going to be as much as Rich has supported everyone. And and that's that's what it was like like uh, that's uh, you know when uh, a, as if you watched our podcast two episodes ago uh, you know it was just me me and John here oh, yeah. and uh, and we we, t we just kind of we're we're catching up about what we've been up to the past few months and stuff like that our our guests have fallen through so we figured you know let's just hang out and just talk about you know just ourselves and what's been going on and stuff like that you know we all have have busy lives and things. Made fun of Britney. Yeah, yeah, we 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 post fun of Britney a little bit. Oh, because you, know, you weren't here. You oh, know, I, so you know that's that's what happens. You know, we, if I'm not here, you can always make fun of me. That's, you hated us in half the world. Essentially, yeah, that's that's that what we day told, probably. That's what we told everybody. Not you guys, but <laughs> half the world for sure. <laughs> so I, I I admit I was probably a little too cynical, a little little too you know. It, it's it's been a rough year. It's been up ups and downs. You know, running an independent publication has its privileges and it also has its downsides. And the privileges are that, you know, we can do uncensored things like this. We can be more creative. We can do different things. We can take risks. Uh, we can report on stuff that's not approved by some corporate master or anything like that. And it's, it's, it's fun. You know, like <laughs> that part of it I love. I love not having to answer to anybody or worry if, you know, if I don't work hard enough, then I'm going to, uh, you know, someone's going to cut my job and replace me with somebody else who gets paid half of that or anything like that. So it's cool that we, we have that privilege. At the same time, being independently funded, we don't have, you know, a sales team to go out and sell ads and things like that. We don't have, we don't have strapping young men like, uh, like John here. To, to do that kind of work, we don't suit, we don't have uh, the the privilege of a steady paycheck all the time. You know, most of the stuff that we do is free. It's on a volunteer basis, and people come and go. You know, some people are like, hey, I can write uh, this for a while, and then I can't because life gets in the way. I do other things. You know, I have to take this paid gig over this free gig. So I totally understand that, and that's how things have been. So we've kind of been on that precarious. Are we going to be here or are we not going to be here thing for the past three years? Like, I really didn't know what I was doing when I was getting into this. I had the experience of running publications in the past, but I didn't have the uh, ability to fund all of that, too. You know, like, there's other people to do that kind of stuff, and I didn't have that. I don't have... I didn't want to be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of what they would call an accidental entrepreneur, <laughs> where yeah, you more or less fall into Whoops. it. And you yes. want, yeah. Whoops, you, I got a show. Yeah, now, now I have a whole website that I have to do. Now I'm, now I'm the editor of this publication, and I have to dole out jobs to people and, you know, send people this and that. Make sure this gets covered or that gets covered, and people cancel at the last minute, and then I have to go run and, and do it or, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's been a whirlwind. It's been up and down, and there are times where, you know, I, I, I said on that show, and, and I meant it, like, there's probably been over 20 times or more where I've said, I can't do this anymore. You know, this has got to end. I, it's too much pressure. It's too much work. It's, you know, I'm not making the money that I should be making for the work that I'm putting in, that sort of thing. So 
when something like this came up and people said, hey, I want to give back, I recognize what you're doing, and uh, I love what you're doing, and I value what you're doing, that really changes the game, makes me feel good, and, and encourages me to keep going, that we're making some sort of impact in the community. And so that's why uh, NEPA Scene Fest, it means so much to me, it's so important. Uh, I hope that you can attend. Uh, it's this Saturday, uh, December 9th uh, at 7 p.m. We'll probably go till about 9 or 10 or so. It's at the Backyard Ale House uh, in uh, downtown Scranton. It's only five bucks to get in. Um, Jess Mione, who uh, we've had on the show before, is hosting. Uh, we have uh, Dan Hoppel, Joe Craig, Ted Hebert, Eric Drexler, uh, Alonda Rivera, uh, Russell Austin, Angelia Petrillo, Katie Evans, Candy V, uh, Anthony uh, Motini, uh, better known as Shiny, uh, Elliot Elliot, uh, Brian Walsh, and the Charming Beards. So lots of really good acts, uh, music and comedy. So if you're a fan of our open mic events and things that we've done, uh, you're going to enjoy this night. Uh, if you're just a fan of local entertainment in general and you want to uh, support what we're doing, we would love for you to come out and, and do that. And people have shown their, you know, it's not like it's all been, you know, uh, no support up until now. You know, everybody's uh, always been really cool about sharing our articles, uh, making a difference in, in that sense, because we are a digital-only publication. So we really rely on people clicking those links and sharing them and making sure that our stuff gets out there. So if you are, uh, if, if you're online and you're not seeing our stuff, uh, which Facebook has been really good at lately, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, just go to our page in itself. Just go to NEPAScene.com on your own. Or, you know, go to Facebook.com slash NEPAScene. Don't wait for it to just show up in your feed, because sometimes it never does. Uh, despite, Why is that? Despite having it's over 14,000 users. Yeah. Well, the, the, pro the, the main problem now is, and, and we're not the only publication suffering from this. There are national publications who are dealing with the same thing. Facebook is continuing to limit how many people see your posts unless you pay them. So they're, they're more or less, they've done what a lot of online businesses have done. We're going to give everything away for free, and everything's going to be great for a little while, so then you're hooked. And then we're going to start taking it away a little bit by a little bit until eventually you you're, want that. you're paying for all right. of it. You know, it, it would be like if Netflix gave it all away for free, and then all of a sudden started like, oh, we'll charge a dollar, or we'll charge two dollars, and then we'll charge three dollars, and so on and so forth. So Facebook could just, like, like Russia could just... You know, yes, they've they could hack an election through Facebook and well, and and that's the thing is that, elected, that's what but, bothers me the most about a, them as a company is that they you. will yeah. they will take Russian money in rubles. Right, <laughs> the rubles here, 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 northeastern Pennsylvania, and think nothing yeah. of it until they're called out publicly, you know, in front of Congress, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess we shouldn't have done that, you know, but it's too late by that point. Yeah. The damage is I done. I caught that news company, but like small businesses and things like that all over, not just mine, uh, not just other publications, but small businesses and general are suffering call me a snowflake they're not but that makes me sad it's yeah it sucks that makes me sad and it, it sucks because you earn how many you know you have to earn those likes you know the people that are are liking your page they Absolutely. want to they want to follow you for a reason they're right. saying okay i like your page and i want to see more news from you i don't want to see news from you every six months i want to see news from you often you know right and that seems to be the case is we have over fourteen thousand followers which is Nothing to shy away from uh, for an independent publication. It's more than some of the local print publications have uh, that have been around for 20 years or more. We've right. only been around for three. And yet uh, a lot of people aren't seeing our posts 
uh, not even seeing this podcast because when they started the live stream thing, they want you to pay for the. They want yeah, they oh views, put put a yeah. couple bucks on it and then we'll give you more views and so on and so forth. So they continue to limit that. So every time somebody even just shares our links, that's so so important uh, to continuing our mission of getting this stuff out there because obviously we don't have the budget to do this kind of stuff. As I I, I joked last night, the last. Uh, open mic event that we did, we hand out paper ballots to people so that they can vote uh, for their their favorite acts, and that's how we decide who goes on to the finals. And I had to use the papers from last season that had last season's name on it mm. because yeah. I ran out of paper and literally could not. I don't have enough money to pay for the ink in my printer to print more or to go and get copies made Dude, man, why don't you to call, print more. Why don't you call Dwight from Dunder Mifflin? I should have. Hook you up I with should. some paper, man. He, he, probably, you know? he probably would have hooked me up with some beats, maybe, yeah. and, uh, and a couple of, yeah. couple of sheets of That's paper. That's how easy it is. You just call Dwight. <laughs> paper. Bang. So it, it's, it, it really is kind of a... Uh, it, it's, we're, not, uh, we're not a fly-by-night thing. We're, we're here to stay. We're going to continue to do the, 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 the job that we've promised to do. Uh, despite any of that bullshit that happens in between. But we need your help. Uh, it's not something where uh, you can take this kind of stuff for granted. You can't even take your local print publications for granted anymore. You know, It's one of those things where all those things are going away now. You know, Even ma- the, 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 the fact that a couple of months ago the Village Voice said they're calling it quits and going just online only is a big sign of the times. Right. And even yeah. then... You know, and, and I, you know, obviously I promote digital. I want to, to do more stuff in, 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 dig, in the digital realm. But at the same time, it's like that was a staple, you know, for so long. You can go to anywhere in New York and pick up a Village Voice and, and read that. Maybe it's not the publication it used to be, and you can argue that all you want. But that's because less and less people support it. And then they all cry when it goes away. And you see that happen all too often, and not just with us but with local venues and things like that, too. I'm so sad that that place closed. Well, when was the last time you went? Well, like two years ago. Well, maybe that's why (laughs) it's not there anymore. There was just like a Hard Times article that said, like, oh, so so bummed about the record store closing that you never shopped at. Yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. That's so funny. Another great example. That's that's so, like, that's (laughs) the best way to put it. I mean, that's funny because... It's just true. Uh, I'm gonna so say many, that. Mean so it. many complainers. Still a gallery sign every goddamn week. <laughs> but you know, I so I, I I don't know if I was a little too negative on, on the last time we talked about this. So I want to really want to end on a positive note and and you know thank those people. Here here. Hey hey. For the kids. Oh, shit. I, I think I think <laughs> have, hold on. I think he has something to say. <laughs> Who's that from? Uh, I got something I said. Yeah. You know, I will. I won't. I won't. I won't keep us here. You know, all night or anything. I gotta piss. I had to go. I I never had to go somewhere in my life. Yeah, gotta gotta break the seal. But uh, I ask people uh, uh, on my own page, and I will ask people uh, on our page uh, tomorrow uh, for for you to share your stories about any PA scene. I want to hear if we have had a positive impact on you. Or your business, or your band, or whatever, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'd love to hear your story about how we've made an impact on people. Because I get people all the time who come up to me and say, you know, you you changed my life in this way or that way. And that, to me, that means the world. Because to to be essentially just just a blog, and that's even though we do so much, that's how I still see it. It's just it's just a blog at the end of the day. 
I'm just a uh, I'm just a writer. I'm not anything special. Uh, we're not. I don't think we're doing anything special to that's me, Rich. crazy. You know uh, that that's go. But but people really do take our stuff to heart and take what we do to heart. So uh, thank you for for sharing those stories. Uh, I'm definitely going to put some kind of collection together of those, maybe an article or something like that. Uh, but it's pretty cool that we've had such an impact on people. And it's it's varied. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you, you helped promote my band. Other people, it's like, I met my future wife because of you. So it's like there's there's so many oh, different... Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. There's, you had that? Yeah. We, we, and he's going to marry them, too. I'm, I'm actually going to marry them as well. They want me to. So I have to get that certificate pretty quick. Cause Do you know... Do you, you know um, uh, Larry David from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We're gonna go yes. off into a whole. Like, do, you, do, you know, do you know that there was there was a there was a poor a poor son of a bitch in Los Angeles, California, who got acquitted on murder charges because his alibi was being in the Curb Your Enthusiasm background shot at Dodger <laughs> Stadium. The, like Did it like and that Los was Angeles true? County prosecuted him. You committed this murder. He's like, that? no, I didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I swear to God. It was it was uh, some Mexican guy. You know, like you know, Mexican guy's got a mustache, he's bald head. He's Southern California Mexican guy. So like, point like point this murder on him, and he's like, no, I didn't do it. And he's like, he had a really good lawyer. The guy was like, no, I'm, I was at the Dodgers game, <laughs> Los Angeles Dodgers. This is like an episode. No, this is no, this yeah. is awesome, man. This is exactly what you're talking about. And the lawyer was so good that he went through like. Thousands of hours of people's video, and and, and, and the, the owner of the Dodgers actually, you know, cooperated with him to get him all the all the video that he wanted. Yeah, and he finally found a couple shots and frames that had the dude. <laughs> the, with Larry David, though, Larry David was like filming a scene with like the, he was taking a hooker to the Dodgers game. <laughs> He was taking a hooker to the Dodgers game. How did we get here? <laughs> well, because he, no, because he said that that one of his um, what the fuck happened? <laughs> one of his viewers met his wife on on or through NEPA scene. That, so that's how. So it, obviously, a little show like that, little a little show like that, and like all of a sudden you got a dude getting acquitted on murder charges. He's saying so small little Larry small David, things lead to big big things. Small things that you don't see lead to. That well, was now, brilliant. See, now I have brilliant. A, I have a goal for 2018, and that's to get somebody acquitted of murder. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like because of NEPA. So like, so, I was on the NEPA scene. I was here the whole time. Dude, I know I was on the NEPA scene. What is the show called? What's going on right now? Are you, is something <laughs> happening outside of this box? Is there a reason you're here? You know, it was that next shot. That's what did <laughs> There it is, man. That's yes. all it is. Uh, just put them right over. No, honestly, <laughs> you know what, though? It, um... I don't remember the name of the Netflix document. Netflix did a whole documentary on this. You can find it on Netflix. The Making a Murderer? Yeah, <laughs> no, the, no Larry like David. Sleepers? And he's in the documentary like, oh, I got to go off and quit it off murder. Because you know he's got like his... If the like, glove don't thing. fit. Yeah, he's like, I got this guy off murder. All right, we have to wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. I'm sorry. But that's... Hey, hey. People helping people. There it is. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Moral of the podcast today. Oh, gosh. What did that one band say? It was Tommy. From uh, Dustin Douglas. Yeah. What did he say? Shit. There's like one of the people helping people. People helping. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it was like a... It's a positive thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we'll have to go back. All right, we'll go back. But th thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Uh, thank you for supporting NEPA scene for the past three years. And uh, this kind of crazy shit is... I mean, the reason we can, uh, we can do this 
is because of people like you, because of uh, friends like Cole Creative who uh, give us the space to be able to do this and sit here and listen to us babble for an hour every <laughs> week or more. <laughs> so thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you uh, this Saturday and next Saturday uh, at uh, Shots for Tots at Barton Irby's. For the kids. Absolutely. For the kids, for the kids. For the kids yeah. Thank you. Shots for Tots, Barton Irby's. Thank you.